Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 362 and can't believe we're into November now and it really feels like fall. I hope everyone had a good Halloween and a good weekend. Today, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. I was thinking about this topic based off of my episode on Squid Game a couple of episodes ago and uh, something I wanted to share with you. It's been percolating in my mind. It's an it's something I, I tend to think about every now and then. But uh, there is an incredibly powerful form of organic marketing that I've seen exploding over the last couple of years. And some of you may or may not be familiar with it. In fact, a lot of my friends are not, uh, which is interesting. But uh, for me, uh I've really gotten sucked into watching reaction videos. Now, if you're not familiar with a with, with what a reaction video is, it's primarily found on YouTube. You'll find content creators that will react to different pieces of media, typically from movies. It might be trailers, but uh, lately I've seen a whole explosion of YouTubers that are reacting to full episodes of television shows. And what I found very interesting, especially with uh, Squid Game recently, which has gone uh, super viral, is that there are reaction videos. So many have come out for Squid Game that I thought it was worth talking about. And um, here's what I'm going to suggest you do. I'm going to give you a little bit of a homework assignment. If you've never seen a reaction video before, I recommend after this episode, uh, hop onto YouTube and just search for your favorite TV show or movie and type in the word reaction after that. Chances are, if you're following something that's fairly popular, uh, especially if it's recent, even if it's not so recent, chances are good you're going to find a YouTuber that has reacted to it. And I recommend watch a reaction video. It is one of the most fascinating experiences uh, in terms of engaging with a piece of content. It, and one of the reasons why I've gotten into reaction videos is that it extends my enjoyment and my appreciation for a piece of content. And so let, let me uh, share a little bit more about this. So I've watched Squid Game now. I watched it when it first came out, and I've seen it uh, about two more times, actually. I watched it a second time uh, the week after just to pick up on some of the nuances that you miss in the first viewing. And I most recently watched it with my dad, and that was kind of a fun experience. And so uh, beyond watching the actual show, beyond reading articles about it or uh social media posts, engaging with and consuming reaction videos has been yet another way to extend and deepen my appreciation for the show because uh, what you get to see is you get to see how other fans are reacting to it. And with reaction videos, for the most part, they are first-time viewers. They are viewing this content for the first time. They're recording it, sharing it, and you are getting their first reactions to it. And it's very interesting to see, especially with a show like Squid Game. I've enjoyed watching Squid Game in particular because for many people, the reactions are not just to the show itself, but for 
a lot of people, it's their first uh, exposure to Korean drama. And many of the YouTubers uh, are watching it in the original Korean Korean language with English subtitles. Some are watching it with the uh, English uh, dub, which is fine too. They're engaging with this content. And what's interesting to see is that a lot of the YouTubers will give their thoughts and impressions. They'll react to it on an emotional level upon the viewing. And then once the uh, episode is done, a lot of them will give their commentary. And I've picked up on a lot of interesting nuances, theories, things I hadn't really considered before. And it is so fascinating. I, I started thinking about this more from a broader level, that there are YouTubers out there that have built up audiences based off of the niche content of reaction videos. There are some YouTubers out there that that's their primary focus, that's their primary content, is creating reaction videos. I think it's absolutely fantastic. It is such an unusual and unique and innovative way to use a medium like YouTube. And uh, unlike something like audio, like a podcast, with a YouTube channel, you're getting a visual component with that. You're getting to see the, uh, the person's face, and you're getting to see their reactions, and that gives you the kind of that connection with that person. They're, that person appreciates the show the way you do, and maybe in ways that you don't, and that can broaden your appreciation. And what's interesting to see is that there are reaction videos popping up almost every hour. I'm seeing new ones all the time for Squid, Squid Game, which is why I think this is what is driving its continual um, presence in the top 10 on Netflix. Uh, as I'm recording this, uh, it was uh, at the number one spot for the longest time. It dropped to number two when You Season 3 came out, which is also a great show, by the way, if uh, if you're looking for something, uh, a new recommendation. And just recently uh, dropped to number three, I think, over the weekend with a, a new um, film that just came out. So, uh, but it is staying within that top five spot. And I firmly believe it is because of this really interesting organic wave of marketing, this uh, wave of YouTubers. And you see different ones. Some have actually huge audiences of several hundred thousand or even a million followers. Others are newer channels. They may only have a couple of followers. But every piece of content that's coming out of these creators is of their own volition. They're not being sponsored by Netflix to do this. And whether a YouTuber has a small audience or a large audience, they are reaching out to uh, other people and influencing them to watch the show. And you can see that in some of the comments and things like that. And sometimes they will reference what the the, uh, audience will... um, Uh, say about their reaction videos. Now, a lot of it also is reinforcing the uh, pattern of repeat viewing because reaction videos are typically filled with spoilers. So you may have a phenomenon of someone who's already watched the show like myself who watches a reaction video and then may be inclined to watch the show again. So it reinforces that repeat viewing. So I think this is really interesting. And YouTubers have been able to, a lot of them have been able to develop revenue streams from this. Uh, If you're not familiar with having a YouTube channel, anyone can start a YouTube channel and you can start a YouTube channel on um, pretty much a wide range of things. And if you reach a certain point, a threshold, 
then um, you can monetize it through ad revenue on uh, through since Google owns YouTube. They have some certain thresholds you can hit if you want to monetize your channel. Uh, I've seen some YouTubers that have created incredible channels where they're engaging with their fans in live chats. Uh, you know, and some of these uh, fans are support the channel through donations and things like that. YouTube has actually developed a lot of these different tools for these um, content creators to monetize their channels. And I think it's really interesting. There are some limitations to this. And one of the challenges that some of the YouTubers and content creators run into with YouTube is that uh, obviously, because a lot of this is uh, they're basing their reactions on copyrighted material, there are only certain clips that they can use, certain length. I think it's seven seconds is the amount of time that that can be um, used for a picture in picture. Uh, music, obviously, that comes into the soundtrack uh, on on an episode or a film that all of that uh, is kind of a, a minefield that a YouTuber has to navigate. And so uh, a lot of YouTubers will create spinoff content. And if you haven't heard of something called Patreon, it's basically a subscription. Uh, a content creator can create a Patreon channel where fans can actually donate uh, on a monthly basis for additional content. And a lot of YouTubers will put, say, a truncated version of their reaction on YouTube and then a more full version on Patreon, which is uh, accessible by subscription where um, uh, fans can get even more content. So you're seeing a whole cottage industry of YouTubers. And uh, I, I, I would categorize these as you have some that are at kind of the mega influencer level with hundreds of thousands of followers. And then you've got uh, niche and micro influencers that may have smaller audiences, but many of them have been able to ride a wave of new subscribers and new fans based off of the content that they're uh, reacting to, such as Squid Game. And I've seen reaction videos for different shows like Cobra Kai. In fact, I talked about early on in one of the uh, articles I wrote for uh, on LinkedIn, and also I did a, um, uh, an article, which is also on the um, website, about the phenomenon of, of Cobra Kai, that Cobra Kai originated before it came to Netflix. It was a YouTube premium uh, content. It was produced by and, and housed on YouTube Premium. And one of the things that I wrote about was that the fact that you, YouTube Premium had access to the reaction videos of fans from YouTube gave it a really significant advantage, a competitive advantage in the streaming wars. Now, obviously that didn't come to pass. YouTube Premium did not become a major competitor, in my opinion, to Netflix or Hulu or Prime. I think there were other reasons for that. But I think the one thing that it had going for it that was significant was the reaction video com uh, component of fans who were reacting to it. It's essentially real-time consumer feedback on a on a different level. We're not talking about a social media post. We're not talking about a tweet or a review written up with uh, text. We're talking about live video testimonial, essentially, is what you're getting with a reaction video. And what's interesting is that you are seeing reaction videos for different shows, different movies that are streaming on different platforms, but they're almost all housed on YouTube. And what I think is interesting is that I think that the streaming platforms 
are missing an opportunity here. Why leave all the reaction videos on YouTube? There are some really talented creators who, if, say, Netflix wanted to expand its outreach, could uh, work with some of these talented creators or provide a way for content creators to create additional content, whether it's um, a reaction video or a commentary, and have fans provide that. I think that could be a very interesting spin-off model for a streaming platform like a Netflix or an Amazon Prime or a Hulu. That's something I, I think that the streaming platforms maybe are missing out on. And, uh, you know, just kind of looking at it from a spitball kind of general level, imagine if Netflix created a section for content creators where they could do uh, more full reaction videos, where they could do things like picture in picture with a full episode, or create a reaction video that someone on Netflix could watch in conjunction with the show. I think that could be really interesting. That could be a very interesting model because right now, almost all reaction video content is on YouTube. And judging by the size of some of these channels, there's definitely an appetite for it. And obviously, you know, a Netflix or a Hulu could find ways to monetize it, use it for marketing. So it would be interesting to see what happens. I have a feeling that one of these streaming platforms or an innovative streaming platform may notice this and do something with it. I, I can't imagine that they're just going to leave it all to YouTube. Uh, I think there's probably a lot of potential for a streaming platform to differentiate itself by opening up avenues for fans and content creators. I think that could be really interesting. And by doing so, you'd be creating additional content. Content is probably one of the biggest um, uh, overhead costs for any streaming platform. Think about Netflix. Netflix spends so much money on uh, acquiring content and producing content, and that's one of the ways in which it has um, been able to stay heads, head and shoulders above its competitors. It's one of the reasons why, actually, ironically, that YouTube Premium, in my opinion, did not make it as a major streaming uh, platform is because beyond Cobra Kai, there wasn't a lot of very appealing uh, original content that uh, enticed long-term subscriptions. So content is the, is the name of the game. I think we're seeing so many more content creators popping up on platforms like YouTube. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. Rather, I am surprised that a major streaming platform hasn't seen this as an opportunity to do something really unique. Anyway, that's something I just wanted to share today. Again, I'm going to leave you with this. After this episode, hop onto YouTube, search for a favorite show or a favorite movie, type in the word reaction after that, watch a reaction video. I think you'll find it to be a really interesting, fun experience. The write-up for this episode will be at bemovingforward.com. Have a great week and a great weekend, and I'll be back next week.